so thankful this morning. Just thankful this morning. All glory, all honor, all praise goes to you, Lord God. And I just want to tell you, God, I believe that you got some believers here. I believe, God, you got some strong believers. And I believe you spoke. You spoke to them. And I'd like to know what you said in just about four minutes, God. Come on, everybody, get your feet happy. Let's go, come on.
praise God. Brothers and sisters, um, yesterday I mentioned to you about, I read to you, as a matter of fact, uh, let me open up this line here. Can I hear you say something? My guest, just say hello. Hello. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on. So yesterday I, I said something, but I was wrong. In um, in uh, I'm going to straighten that out first. Uh, I said to Deborah, I thought that that email came from one of the, the deliverance ladies who uh, I met when I met her. Uh, at the oil. So after uh, th- this this headliner comes on like the second ship. So what happened was after she listened to the um, uh, oh I, I called her up and I told her I said I read your email over the headline and then she listened to it and so she said um, I don't know but with what you're doing tomorrow, I think I better tell you something. And she said, I did not meet you with any with any ladies at the oil. She said, I have never met you in person. I said, what? <laughs> I'm laughing. She said, no. She said, I've never met you before. So I said, okay. Um, I thought I had. Well, in all actuality, I'm going to let her tell you. This is a headliner from the second ship that sent me the email. So you don't have to give your name, but we need your story. So tell them what you told me and then what, how we met. I mean, the fact that we never met other than on this headline that we met. Uh, we were gonna meet in person. You tell the story. It's your story. Go ahead. <laughs> Sounds good. Good morning, headline. So, um, for um, my husband's got some family that lives in Georgia. So during that time, we were gonna try to go up and meet Dr. Erica, but through some circumstances, it didn't work out. But we, as a family, drove from New Mexico all the way to Georgia. Had an old beat-up car. Um, God blessed us with a new one during that trip, but we didn't actually make it to meet Dr. Erica during that time. And um, so we tried, but it wasn't in God's will right at the timing for that. And um, I started listening to Dr. Erica through Omega Man. I had heard her um, on there, and that's when I joined the 10 line. And so basically... I'm extremely grateful to Dr. Erica for being so faithful every morning and coming on and teaching us lessons. Um, I've grown up in the church, so I knew the Bible verses such as binding and loosing, but I didn't have any idea of like practical application of how, what that really meant and what could be bound, what could be loosed, just what are you supposed to do with it. I had, I was one of those ones that she talked about that has all this head knowledge and nowhere to go pretty much I'd learned and learned and learned and couldn't figure out you know what to do I didn't have any type of discipleship other than sitting on the pew and studying the word of God and then go home and do the same on my own and 
repeat, but no applications. And so through Dr. Eric, I've learned the application and am starting to step out and actually apply it. And so that's when the testimony comes in that I um, sent Dr. Erica a short message about. And so a friend of mine in the church that I used to go to ended up in the hospital, and we've stayed friends. So she texted me once she was admitted what was going on. And at that time, she had the diagnosis of a large ovarian cyst that was causing massive pain. And the plan for that was that following day she was going to have surgery to remove it. And the surgery kept getting pushed back during the day, so she'd been in pain all night, all day, and however long before she actually went into the hospital because this was obviously during this COVID time. And she didn't want to go into the hospital like anybody and not have the ability to have family there with her. Um, but they did finally get into surgery, and during that time the surgeon realized that her appendix had also ruptured. So they took the cyst. And they took the appendix, and when the surgeon was looking at the appendix, he realized that it did not look right. So he sent it off to the lab for testing. And when it came back, it came back as a diagnosis of a rare form of cancer in the appendix. So, of course, that, you know, upsets anybody, and she's got a family and an 8-year-old daughter. So cancer was not the diagnosis she wanted to come out of the hospital with. And then post-op, she had some more blood work that continued to indicate that she had cancer in her body. And about a week or so after that, she actually called me. I've been texting with her, but I had this desire on my heart to pray for her. But I was a bit afraid to call her because of the daughter. I didn't want to, I didn't know if they had told the daughter, if she knew what was going on, and I didn't want to put her in a situation to talk about this in front of the daughter with her being home due to the quarantine. But thankfully she called me when she was alone without her daughter, and I was very grateful for that. And um, so she gave me the rundown of what was going on, and um, then I prayed for her. And instead of the prayers that I'd learned in my previous church were like, please, God, heal her. Please feel so and so. And once it to me didn't feel like had any power. Because when I looked at, you know, the prayer list that comes through my church, it's sickness, disease, financial problems. It's very rare do you actually get a praise report that any of this has been answered. So um, pretty much I've learned and started praying how Dr. Erica has been teaching us, like when um, the other Ted Leitner's brother was um, in South America sick, and Dr. Erica said she had um, bound and cast out premature death, and she, um, I've heard other ones about healing cells, and pretty much I was binding and loosening and casting <laughs> out anything that could come to my mind at that point that I thought might be applicable, um, so... And it was kind of funny if my husband had been home, he probably would have thought I lost my mind because I was hollering and yelling in the bedroom where I was talking to her. And normally I'm not at all like that, but I just got filled with this, like, don't you dare, you're not taking my friend type anger. You get away from her. 
And um, so I was kind of in the middle. I started out first praising and thanking God for everything that he is and does for us that he gives us this power and authority that I've learned about through the headline. And um, so then after I was finished finding and casting out everything I could, I started losing peace and healing to herself, healing to her body. And then I finished it up by confirming to her that Jesus was definitely way more than capable to heal her and that she'd be okay. And then on Wednesday, which is a few weeks after this had taken place, she had some more follow-up tests, and um, she finally got to see the one doctor in New Mexico that would even touch this type of cancer diagnosis that she had. And she called me immediately as she was just getting into a car from the doctor, and he declared her cancer-free. Yay! So I'll praise to Jesus for healing her and allowing me to have a small part in it. A big part. A big part. A big part. Big part. Praise God. Yes, praise God. I, I, I never met her. She's been on the tagline for how long? Two years almost? I think about two years. Okay. I started faithfully listening when uh, every day when he did the 40-day fast back oh. last summer. Up okay. until that, I had been kind of probably a few times a week. But at that point, I was like, nope, I need to get on every single day. You see, tagliners, there's a whole group of headliners that we don't ever see, we don't ever know anything about, but they're God's people of faith and power. And and I'm just so glad you believed it. And um, I need you to do one more thing. Remember, yes, remember the, the the big the cross that I sent. Is it, it Lorelai? Yes. Lorelai, right? Um, yes, the artist is on that made that cross, and the artist's sister sent the little cross. The little crosses came from oh, the artist's yes, sister, and the, and the special okay. cross came from the artist. So would you tell the artist how Lorelai feels about her cross now? Oh, she is so in love with it. Um, thank you so much for that wonderful blessing for her. Um, she just loved it. She, we put it in a shadow box. She's got two younger brothers that are four and two years old, and Lorelai's six. But those crosses mean the world to her. So we've got this, them in a shadow box that she can access as she feels like to hold them and look at them. And, oh, she was just over the moon when they came in. She could hardly contain her excitement and her joy. So thank you. They definitely mean everything to her. Okay, I just I just wanted the artist to know um, that actually that's the first one that ever went out. I haven't even really talked about it. I, uh, just a little bit. It's beautiful. <laughs> Praise God. Um, just this, she was the first one that went out over the airways. And wow. So we give uh, yeah we give God praise, glory and honor, and they were made for. Kids just like Lorelai. Okay. <laughs> well, they were made. Her face is definitely blooming. She 
asked me about every day she's going to get to hug Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm so happy. Carolina, you'll know more about those crosses. I told you that um, an artist, as a matter of fact, a renowned artist, she, she, she doesn't like me to puff her up, but she, she's in the museums and stuff. I didn't puff her up. God did. Her work is in the museum. Um, but if I go overboard, she'll be saying, now you shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have done all that. But they are beautiful. They are special. And they have great historic value, which I'm going to talk about later. But I wanted her to, to hear from Lorelai's mom that she got it and how she felt about it. Anything else you want to say this morning? Tedline, just keep faithful. We've got a treasure vine here in Dr. Erica. And I just can't expect, express my gratefulness enough. And no, her husband is not a deliverance minister. I, I told you I had the wrong person. <laughs> her husband uh, no, he, is a software designer. Okay. Yes, correct. <laughs> and we believe in God for him to become a, a headliner and a believer in deliverance ministry. My point is, don't let Absolutely. nothing you know. Go ahead. Oh, I was just agreeing with you. Oh, okay. Nothing, nothing can hold you back. Nothing, nothing can hold you back. And and the only thing that can hold you back is the devil, and you just rebuke him. Jesus said you're going to crush his head and keep on moving. You know, okay, sometimes... Speaking of that... Uh-huh. Sorry. Um, I forgot a whole part. Um, so after Melissa, oh, my friend had called me and told me that, I started to text you right away, the praise report. And then Satan came right in. He's like, no, you know... She was healed naturally. You didn't have anything to do with this. So he came and started messing with my mind right away, and I stopped texting you. And then I was continuing to praise God at that point. And then I was like, no, I have to seal this testimony. This is not true. And I rebuked him, and I finished texting you at that point, but I missed that part when I was talking. But see, that's important because. Because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And every testimony is important. Every testimony is important. I wish more people would send in their testimonies because I know there's, I I get some, but I know there's a whole lot more. But people think they're they're small. They're insignificant. Brothers and sisters, if the Holy Spirit takes pain out your toe, it's a testimony. Because God did it. And nothing nothing that God does is small or it or or doesn't have an ongoing spiritual effect right, in this in these realms we walking in. You see, we're so blessed as the people of God that we're supposed to be walking in, in two realms at the same time. The parallel spiritual realm and the natural realm. But because of lack of training and because of the devil's um, cunning tricks, we're afraid and we don't do it. But it is Christ in us. And we're supposed to boast about Christ. And we're supposed to tell the whole world about Christ. 
we're supposed to be a witness. The witness of Christ Jesus is in us. If we don't tell it, who's going to tell it? Nobody. If we don't tell it, it can't be told. Because people don't even believe they can still hear from God. But I know a lot of people on this prayer vigil that we just did heard from God. I know you did. So my next thing is I would like to know what God told you on the prayer vigil. Um, I, I'm, I'm thankful to God. He's so, he's so marvelous. He sent somebody here to the church to pray with me for one hour. On their hour, they came here to pray with me in person. And so we had the first intercessory prayer vigil in the sanctuary. Isn't God great? He's just wonderful. He's just wonderful. So thank you so much for sharing that testimony. And I know it's yes, just thank the, you. First, the first of many. You hear me? It's the first I'm of many. I'm excited to walk it. Thank you. Okay. See you. See you on the okay. second step normally. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> normally. <laughs> on the second step. Ten liners. I need some of you to call in over here in the blog. Press one. And let me hear what happened during your hour of prayer. I was over here in agreement with you. As a matter of fact, I didn't even tell you this because I had some headliners accompanying your prayer. They they didn't sign up anywhere. They they just told me, fit me in where you need me. And I had some that prayed every three hours with you. So I felt the power of God here from your prayers. And God talked to some of you. I'd like to know what he said. Dial, uh, dial into the blog talk and hit one. Hit one. Hit one. Okay, New Mexico, um, Albuquerque to be exact. I'm going to uh, close your mic now, okay? Okay. All right, I love you. Love you too. Maybe I'm not going to close your mic. You don't want to close. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Can I can I have some headliners call in and let me know if you if you did the prayer vigil. Also, I'm going to send you a book. Um, I'm going to send you a booklet, a little booklet as a thank you gift called, I forget what I called it. I think I called it Listen. Uh, let's see, what did I call it? Listen, since we're all spirits in bodies of flesh. So when you see that come up, you know that's a gift to me for, for uh, a mission well done. Listen, since we're all spirits in bodies of flesh. That's the name of the book I'm going to be sending you. Sometime today, I'm going to get it to Jessica. She's going to send them out. Praise God. So nobody wants to share what God said. I know, I know, I know he said something. Well, 
Okay. Um, since nobody wants to share, I think I'll just sign off for this morning. Call it a day. Is that all right? Brother West, can you call in? Because if y'all not going to talk about it, I'm just going to, I got something I can do. They're not supposed to be texting you. They, they're supposed to be calling in to the chat line, hitting one. This is time to call into the blog talk radio. I'm going to play this song. I think I got it up. And when I come back, oh, I see now. Okay. Because uh, so I got somebody coming here for prayer from out of town. Okay. All right. Let's let's get on one, one uh, accord here. Okay. I see. I, I don't know what order. So I'm going to just go right down. Um, I want to hear what the Lord said because you know why? This is what God did for some of y'all. Listen to this song. The next uh, voice you hear, I'm going to be opening up the mic on the blog talk. Sickness. Poverty. Anger. Is broken. The enemy is trying to make me believe that my past is who I am. That the mistakes I made from yesterday is all that I would ever be. They looked at my family and said I'd be nothing.
living in my family, but listen, that's not me. Oh, God gave me a promise. And that's what I'm standing on today. So somebody just lift your hands and say, The curse is broken. And I know now that my past. I'm so grateful, God, that I'm more than a conqueror. What my mother struggled with, what my father struggled with, it stops with me. That's what you told me. Oh, that's right. The curse is broken. Lay your hands on yourself and say, my body's healed. Don't listen to the enemy because the devil is Help me say the mistake. The mistake. It's not who I am. It's not who I am. The lies. The lies they told. It's not who I am. It's not who I am. My past. My past. It's not who I am. Say the curse. The curse broken in my I regret it. It's not who I am. It's not who I am. The misfortune you went through. The misfortune. It's not who I am. It's not who I am. The disease, oh no. That's not who you are. It's not who I am. The curse curses you want to, if you don't get those spirits out that are operating behind the curse, you're not free. You're not free. I I I love the words, but the truth of the matter is until you can get the spirits out, you're not free. Sorry, Mr. James Fortune. Praise God. Brother West, I saw you, the first person to put the scripture up there. Good morning. Good morning. Praise God. What happened? What did God say? Well, I was so shocked. I was I got about three blocks from my home, and my phone, I had on headphones, but I just had, had them muted for wind noise and because I was praying in the spirit, and I was praying. Mm-hmm. And and then I couldn't make out the first three or four words, 
because I, I was in in my prayers. And but then I heard uh, in the land of Canaan or land of Canaan those uh, those words. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it went off, and I continued walking, and I I walked for 45 minutes and praying, and uh, got home and opened my phone up and didn't see anything. It wasn't on any any ministry accidentally or anything like that, so it just came on and off. So I did a quick search, and... <clears throat> One of the first things I came up with was the Ephesians chapter was a sub note after it went in about uh, Joshua, you know, coming back into that that area. So uh, that's kind of what I locked on that the Lord was maybe trying to tell me. The spiritual all, blessings. Yes, they all gonna fit in. Watch. What was that Ephesians what? He was Ephesians the whole the whole Ephesians one the whole Ephesians one the okay. whole uh, chapter uh, one uh, a three I'm sorry Ephesians one three through twenty three three through twenty three. Hey Jessica, would you make a note of each one of these in the order in the order because that's how. Um, we're gonna uh, interpret them, okay? In light of um, in light of what we got to do to bring down this stronghold. But I thank you, I thank you for praying in agreement. Did you notice? Well, yeah, you just said it. Um, it just flowed. God just spoke sovereignly, right? Yeah, it, it just uh, it, it sounded like you know I had had uh, more or less butt out. <laughs> Uh, the phone into something and turned it on. I mean, it happens every once in a while, but there was no nothing in my queue or anything uh, on uh, YouTube uh, relating to uh, any ministry, mm-hmm. you know, that I could find when I opened the phone up and started looking. Okay. Well, so. It's, it's a- it's all going to tie in. It's yeah. all going to tie in here together. I just know that. Yeah, I was I, I was blessed, you know, throughout the day. I mean, I, I I did my first hour and then I said, well, I can come back and help, you know, again. So I was going to shoot for 15 minutes. My wife was home working and stuff, and I said, well, I'll just go walking. And pray mm-hmm. for my neighborhood again, and in my state, and in the country, and in the president. And so that's what I was going through. Praise God! Praise God! Uh, you see, there's something real special about corporate prayer. And guess what? Saints? Yes. You ain't gotta be in no church. You the church. We the church. So we were in church wherever you were. You were definitely. In church and in the spirit, in the spirit, that's what I like. Okay, now I'm going to open up uh, Natasha. Natasha, you next. I think you're next, yeah. Uh, Let me find you. 
Natasha. Okay, I got you. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Yes, ma'am. Um, so my hour was midnight, and so I felt led to, like, to do, like, every three hours, but I didn't do the full three hours. I just met with the Lord and every three hours just to mm-hmm. kind of keep the, the momentum. Um, mm-hmm. So earlier that day, I heard the word energy. And so I said, okay. And then the Lord said, unauthorized energy exchange. And then he he led me to do some research um, and it took me to Reiki healing zones. Um, and it had something to do with like tools to, I don't know how much you want me to share, but this is what I, I actually wrote everything down. Go ahead. Huh? Okay. Keep going. Um, it, it was about the tools to achieve like energy healing through the, the chakra healing. And um, he showed me, like, the necklaces. Like, he reminded me of how many times I would see people that would have these necklaces with stones in it. And it was like, this is the increase of so many people participating in this. Um, It's kind of like he made made that, like, clear. Like, it's a lot of people doing it now. Um, Then the next one, he said, unauthorized dream invasion to bring back soul fragments. Um, yeah. And uh, he led me to another place where the lady was saying that, I guess, a, when some kind of healing thing that she did, um, it, it almost made her go insane because but what they were telling her was this soul fragment. And so I said, okay, Lord, because there's always been this, um, there was a situation that happened to me a long time ago, and we prayed about that, about the whole virtue, how somebody could steal your virtue. And mm-hmm. he he said, remember when you had that dream? Because the Lord speaks to me a lot through dreams. So mm-hmm. that's how the enemy will also try to go that direction. And I saw a, partic- a certain person in my dream. Um, it didn't seem anything off or anything, but he said that that is that was one of the times that that person stole. That that was the initial place where the virtue was stolen because they gained trust because uh-huh. of what I saw in the dream. They kind of gained the ground that it was like okay, everything from this point on had to be of God because God showed. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. um, then he I wrote down authorize and authorize. Uh, to authorize uh, information to unauthorized individuals. So yep. there, are, there are the lion spirits and following mm-hmm. the teachings of of demons. And this is where all of those things, the Reiki, the yoga, all this new age is being incorporated into the church. And because it looks like God, mm, Jesus, ooh, God, mm, he said in place of Jesus, by looking like Jesus, mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. looking like like so, it's they they they. It's not. It's like we a lot of times we tend to. I know for me, tend to look at the world 
to see like, oh, that's that's the devil. No, this is in the place of Jesus. So it looks like Jesus, and that's why a lot of people, a lot, they're gaining ground. Mm. Mm-hmm. They're gaining ground. So by looking like man or a man or woman of God is gaining trust, fooling even the elect of God. Mm-hmm. So then I asked for the scriptures. So the scripture he gave me was Joel 2 and 25. It says, so I will restore to you the years that the that the um, swarming canker worm has eaten. Um, mm-hmm. And then Joel 2 and 2, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness, like the dawn over overspreading the mountains, a great and strong people appeared, such as never was of old, nor will be nor will ever be an age to come. And the last one was Joel 2 and 11. The Lord raises his voice in the presence of his his army, excuse me, indeed, his camp is very large, for mighty are those who obey his command, for the day of the Lord is great and very dreadful. Who can endure it? You know what? that, That was it. Yes, ma'am. I know that was great because that's that's when God that's what God gave me my marching orders to march forward right there through Joel mm. chapter. Okay, mm. that's when He gave me my most powerful anointing to destroy mm. the works of the devil right there in Joel. So mm. once again, once again, we on one accord. That's what I'm loving, and. Um, Amen. As I told you, I bought five of your books. Uh, I want to give, well, I've got to keep a couple, but I want to give them away so um, you let me know what day you want to come on and talk about your book, and then uh, yes, we ma'am. got a couple we can we can give away. Okay. After, after you talk about it, okay? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Oh, oh, sure. All right. I've just been waiting. I've been just waiting on here from God to do that. So now I've heard from him. Praise God. Yes. Yes. Right, I'm gonna keep your mic open for a bit as much as much as I can, long as long as the blog talk don't go crazy. Next one is okay. um four oh seven four. Four oh seven four. Got it open. Four oh seven four, can you hear me? The last four on your phone is 4074. Your mic is open. Four oh seven four. I guess I took too long. Can you hear me? Who is that? Let me see. Go back on the speaker maybe. Four oh It's Olita. Well, thank you. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Can you hear me? <clears throat> yep. Oh, praise God. Yesterday, I was at three and I was in my kitchen. And I was praying. And um, the words, three words came to me. Rest, trust, and obey. And I'm a person... I, I, I get anxious, you know. If I got something going on and something happened to it, then I'm 
like all over the place, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And the Lord said rest, and he's showing me tangibly to rest because when something failed a couple weeks, last week or so, something greater came along to replace it. Mm-hmm. And, and he told me, trust me, because uh, mm-hmm. I'm an independent person and I always got the answer. Mm-hmm. And he gave me Proverbs, lean not to your own understanding, trust me. Oh, God, you're so good. And obey me. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And back in 73, he gave me Mark 11, 23, and 24. And after he gave me those three words, he, like, brought that back to my remembrance. Remember, when I gave you that then, it's just as good now. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning to, to rest in God, have that peace in my mind that he's going to do just what he said he's going to do. And mm-hmm. he's doing it in the midst of this famine without money. Yeah. That's what's blowing me away. That's what's <laughs> blowing me away. So I'm learning. I'm learning to rest, trust, and obey my God. Mm. Yeah. Glory to God. That was it for me. That's the corporate prayer. That's that corporate prayer. The next one oh, is. Oh, and the little cross, Erica. That yes. cross, the, the big cross, uh-huh. I keep it in my kitchen, right, in uh-huh. this glass with some oil. So when I started mm-hmm. my cooking yesterday, I anointed myself, and I put that little cross in my bosom. I've never, I would lay that cross on things and pray, but I put it in my bosom yesterday, and I just kept it in there all day, and I took it to bed with me, and I put it mm-hmm. under my pillow. And mm-hmm. I just said, Lord. You know, I never really took it out, to, 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 but it's like it's with me now. And then, then I said, oh, she's talking about that cross this morning. And I've had yeah. it yesterday. Glory to God. I say God is just good. Yeah, he, yes, he is. Yeah. Woo. Glory to God. Thank you. Yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank I'm going to leave your mic open for as long as I can because I don't know what God mm-hmm. is getting ready to do. But I'm at seven seven one eight. The Thank last card. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Erica. Good morning. Oh wow. Um so the Lord has been working on me with um a lot of things lately. Um oh, who is, who is uh, it's Kim. It's Kim. Go Kim ahead. Yeah, okay. go ahead. <laughs> And so um, I, I got goosebumps when I heard Wes say Canaan um, because um, I specifically received in all caps from Jessica. Um, uh, hi, hi, Jessica, and hi, Ted Liners. Um, so I, the word was that um, the to just pray specifically for um, the pastor's wife who was in the hospital unresponsive. And so I went in prayer around 9 o'clock um, p.m., and I started praying in the spirit. Um, that's how I usually pray. Um, but before I did that, I took communion, and I um, anointed my head, my eyes, my ears, my heart, my hands um, with anointing oil. And as I was praying, um, I received a personal word for myself, but um, specifically um a word that um a snippet because the lord speaks to me like 
I feel like I have to have a notepad and a pen sometimes. Holy Spirit just releases a lot. And the word was, um, which is something he reminded me of, he gave me a strategy um, when fighting the enemy, and he said, holy ground. Mm-hmm. And when I and when I started, I, I said, oh, okay, Father, that's what you want me to do. Um, he he started showing me, um, and it, it ties into the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verse uh, 5. And when he was when he when Moses was at the burning bush and he said, "Do not come any closer because the ground you stand on is holy." Mm-hmm. And so um, the Lord was showing me um, to decree and declare holy ground in that hospital room mm-hmm. because where there's holy ground, my presence is there, and then uh, freedom comes as a result because mm-hmm. where my presence is, there is freedom. And mm-hmm. so I started praying that, and um, I just felt a relief, um, and I just knew that I knew that she was going to be fine. Um, and then um, I started getting a word from the Holy Spirit in my quiet time. I didn't share this with Jessica. Do you want me to share? Yeah, you can share. That's okay. what. Yeah. Let me pull it up because it said okay. um, it, it was kind of like. Um, yeah, it's it's funny. You'll you'll chuckle a little bit at this, but it's really good. But he opened up first and he said, Healing flows from your tongue. Nothing mm-hmm. will be withheld from you, my daughter. Mm-hmm. And then he said, um, serve, 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 and you will be honored. Serve. This is the path to righteousness. Opportunities mm-hmm. to serve are an honor and should never be taken for granted. So when you are ever asked to serve, make sure your heart posture is, um, yeah, make sure your heart posture is correct, uh, something along the lines of that, unto the Lord. Make sure no um, matter what is asked that you uh, do not complain, murmur, or grumble. There is no honor or reward. You will reap a terrible harvest. You invite unnecessary battles. You work against me. You edify his kingdom, talking about the enemy. Is that what you want? Surrender all to me. Do not ever take credit for your works. Mm -hmm. They will be dead unless they are dedicated to me. Too much pride is in my camp. I cannot tolerate this any longer. Allow me to expose any pride in your heart. Continually humble yourself and seek me. <laughs> now, this one, is what I was like, okay, Lord, I agree, amen. He, he said, let Dr. Erica be a guide to train you up. She has trained many people, but today she spoke correctly, talking about what you spoke about yesterday. Because um, <laughs> I was like, ooh that you lack discipline because of bad habits. Mm. You must pray and dedicate time to me. You must schedule it and stick with it. And then he said, I don't know if this was me or if it was him, but he said 2.4 hours minimum. The time will begin. (laughs) He said the time will begin. He said the time will begin to go by fast. Time flies when you are having fun. Talking about spending time with the Lord. Yeah. Um, I want your I want your time. I need your presence. 
I, I have missed you much. You are so special to me. It has been, it's been such a long time, and I have been patiently waiting, longing to commune with you, to fellowship with you. And then I, I went into a, um, a, almost a repentance and just asking the Lord to forgive me. And then um, he said, I long to be with you and seek your faith. Well, that was me. Then um, that you will be with me always. Yes. And then I just prayed that he would always be with me throughout the day as I was praying that. Um, And then he said again, serving again is one of the most highest forms of love. Extend my love to others. In my kingdom, everyone is serving. Mm -hmm. Always find ways and be open to my spirit and find ways to serve. Do not fear to go deeper. Let go of everything you have ever known. Just experience me. Just saturate in my presence, soak in my glory, taste and see, and delight in me. Forever and ever we will be together. Defend what is yours. Defend the weak and innocent. Defend because I am the great defender. When you defend, you go in my name. It said all caps. When you defend, you go, G-O, capital G-O, in my name. What's placed in your heart, speak forth. Mm -hmm. I will move you wherever you go, I will go. And then um, I I said that. I was saying that. And then I said, I yield and surrender my will. Every day, die to flesh. I rise up in you. And then... um, yeah, that was that was the word. And then um, back to holy ground, the Lord was reminding me that when you declare holy ground again in his presence, the enemy cannot touch you. It's like an invisible force field. Um, he's defenseless and he's completely stripped. He's disarmed. So mm-hmm. that, was the, that was the word. Praise God. Wow. Thank you, Kim. I'm leaving your mic open. I don't know what God is doing. Okay. But I thank God. Okay. We heard what you said. Because he's on yes, here. Ma'am. Praise God. All right. Four, four, six, seven. Um, four, Hi. Four, six, praise the Lord. Do you hear me? We hear you fine. Well... I didn't realize we were going to get called on. I just I froze up when you said <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but I'm the artist. Uh, I don't like to call my, I like to call myself that, but anyway, that's, uh, I just wanted to thank uh, the lady that talked about the little girl had the little cross that I had made, and I just, just so blessed that she's blessed and um Thank you for your testimony this morning from Albuquerque. Um, I just want to say that I have uh, been an artist most of my life, and uh, and I it's just interesting because I just oh, wait wait a minute wait a minute aren't you a fine artist? <laughs> I 
I've gotten around in museums. I can get into a museum. I just can't. It's interesting, but uh, it's like I've had a friend in New York say, I've never met an artist that can have shows in a museum but not sell their work. <laughs> she can't get in a gallery, but she can get into museums all over. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, that's another story. Uh but I just wanted to, my testimony is, and I don't want to take a bunch of time, but I feel like I could talk for hours about this. But anyway, um, I have been working on a piece about, uh, it's a repentant piece about having an abortion long, long ago. And and I remember even in my first deliverance with Dr. Erica, I had not even mentioned it. Because I thought, well, that was so long ago, and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, as I've grown, and they just become a bigger and bigger and bigger issue. And so my art, I have been, I feel I have been assigned, a, I'm, it's a new kind of art. I feel it's a deliverance art. And in this piece I'm working on, it's about, for me, having had an abortion, how I could write, put this in a visual form for people to see, and it, there's a there's three crosses, and the cross in the middle is this beautiful white, and on each side is a cross in the blood of Jesus, and that there's a male in one one cross and a female on the other, and the fact is is I have a choice if I want to repent and get through this because the abortion spirit has been in me and I didn't know it. And Dr. Erica has helped me understand that when we have this, we have an aborted life. That aborted spirit follows us. Aborted relationships, aborted attempts, aborted this, that. I had no idea. So my artwork is this battleground that I knew that I wanted to do and I've been working on it since last December but not had the power to do it and I've been preparing and preparing and so yesterday during my time I asked the Lord I what I did is if you forgive me but I used everybody's power to help me break through to start this piece and I've been working on it and working on it. But it's like I have in it little little people have come in that have been aborted, the spirit, and they're in my artwork, beautiful. Little people came in. And I started bringing those people in during my this 24 hours. And the beauty and the forgiveness, and I want to be able to have this piece that people can see the beauty of the little children and that they can choose to be forgiven and to live in the joy of that they will see them in heaven. And I just, I can't tell you what it's done. It's just a, it's holy ground. And anyway, I started, I had nine o'clock. And I thought, okay, I started at 12 o'clock yesterday, and I worked all for 24 hours. I tried to do these. And anyway, it's a complex thing. It's a lot of 64 pieces involved, and all. it's a complicated issue. But the problem is, is that 
I thought, okay, I'm ready to do warfare. I'm ready to do warfare. And I thought, okay, I'm going to pray. I'm going to bring the, it down. Well, right at 9 o'clock, I said, okay. And the Lord said, sit down and do your art. I, that is the most powerful weapon you have. And these God of evil are afraid of it. They don't want to see the love of Jesus Christ forgiving these people that have aborted their children out of ignorance and pride and inconvenience. And it's like that was what, and I, everybody that was praying, I was able to start bringing these in, and I worked on the two crosses with the male and the female on it last night, all up until 12 o'clock. And, and I just want to thank everybody because it was a group effort to bring breakthrough. And, and it's like this piece I want to be able to be seen is for many people that want to repent from having an abortion. They can see the beauty and the love and forgiveness of Jesus Christ. And that we are free. And I felt free. And thank y'all for helping me break through. And I appreciate it. And it, God said, they're scared to death of your art. And the minute you work on it, you're, you've given it to me now. And don't be afraid. And just keep working, and I'll take care of the rest. And, the one, and the, here's the, the one... Um, uh, scripture that I was saying all through the day was Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge me in all your ways, and I will make your path straight. And that's all I stand. I stand under that because I don't understand it. But they've always said that uh, you're a you're a wonderful artist, but your subject matter stinks. And I've always wanted to have the Lord in my work and didn't even know. But yesterday, he said, good job. Keep Amen. Going. <laughs> Amen. Right on track. Thank you. And yeah, you've got an army behind you. Okay. <laughs> Thank y'all. Praise God. Thank you, Dr. Erica, so much. Praise God. See, Tavon, you don't know whose life is being affected by your prayers and by you being a morning people and <clears throat> we getting up and commanding the morning. How you command your morning will result in your day. So let's see how about... Um, did I get three nine seven two? Let's see. <laughs> three nine seven two. Good morning. Good, good morning, morning, Sister Erica. How are you? I'm doing good. Praise God. This is Laura, right? This is actually Michelle Johnson Cook. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> your voice, your voice sounds like Laura, Laura. But that's Michelle. Oh, that's a compliment. What? Yeah, tell me. Yes, ma'am. I had the assignment of 3 a.m. And, um, yes, ma'am. I was praying with you, Michelle. (laughs) I 
know you were, ma'am. I know you were. I know all the headlines. Um, and it started actually upon yesterday. Um, you know, yesterday I actually went in around, because um, I'm in Texas, so around mm-hmm. 2.30, God woke me up on yesterday. And uh, for the past couple of weeks, he's been waking me up uh, between 2 and 3 to pray. Uh, okay. So on yesterday, um, I went on and uh, and I prayed, and it just seemed like there was so much opposition. But uh, coming back to just today, I just want to focus on that. Um, I entered the courts with praise and, I, and worship. I anointed my head and my feet with oil. And then I um, put on those new shoes that we got. Yep. Yes. And I walked into the newness with power and with victory. And I just could almost control my body. I just got up and just start walking in. And as I was praising and worshiping God, uh, he gave me the scripture of Jeremiah 32 and 27. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? And then um, I went on to Joshua 6, uh, chapter 1 through 27, where it depicts the story of the wall of Jericho tumbling Mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. And that is something that we've got to do um, in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And... um, I'm, I was writing a couple of little notes to make sure I could be prepared. Um, all during the whole hour, actually, I prayed uh, for two hours, and I prayed against a variety of things. I uh, prayed uh, against the serpentine and the python spirits, the water spirits, and all of those spirits that have the modern-day believer bound up. Mm-hmm. Um, brought down all of those vain imaginations. And pretty much, um, I guess everyone on the headline has uh, heard of the Atomic Prayer by Dr. Cindy Trim. Uh, pretty much just that whole outline. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to tell the headline this. Uh, do not be defeated. Do not quit. Lean into God even more. Go into mm-hmm. that enemy camp. Restore. Take back what so recover all That mm-hmm. led to 1 Samuel 30 and 8 And David inquired at the Lord saying Shall I pursue after this truth Shall I overtake them And he answered him Pursue for thou shalt surely overtake them And without fail recover all and the body of Christ is on the move And I just want to say that I can say a whole lot more But I just want to condense it so that's good. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> that's very good. Praise God. Pursue. Praise God. Recover all. Pursue. Yep. Pursue. Recover all. Recover all. We don't have nothing to fear. Right. It's already done. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes. How do new shoes feel? Oh, Lord, yes. I jumped and praised and worshiped and walked and marched, even marched. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. Praise God. 
Praise God. Praise God. That was good. That was good. About, that was good about the new shoes. I should have done that, see. But I will. Oh, yeah. I will. Praise God. I had mine on. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. See? Wow. Thank you. Anything else, Michelle? No. Um, I think that's it in a condensed version. Yes, that's okay. it. I just pray for, for everybody, their children and their seed, and uh, just taking down those bands. Mm-hmm. Corporate prayer. Corporate prayer. Yes. Corporate prayer, brothers yes. and sisters. Corporate prayer. All right. 5216. 5216. 5216, please. Your mic is open. Regina McDougal. Yes, ma'am. <coughs> well, hi, I, Regina. Um, hi. I chose midnight. But okay. I started praying at 9 a.m. And so I began to read scripture and pray. And I came under attack. <laughs> I came under attack. And all day yesterday I was under attack. But I was... I was determined I was going to do every three hours. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with the technology, you know, me being gangstar and the people with this technology, they just kept attacking me, attacking me all in my head. And um, I, I still, I said, I wasn't giving up. I'm not going to stop. But then it was like I wasn't sure if I'm ready for this. And, you know, I just started questioning myself. And so I started, I just kept praying and asking God, you know, let me hear from you because I want to know what to do. I didn't want to go ahead of God. And so I didn't hear from God until I felt in my spirit. It was later that evening. Mm-hmm. I had got a text about the the lady, uh, the pastor's wife that's, that's uh, sick. And so I did pray for her. But then mm-hmm. I felt in my spirit about how, in the Old Testament, God would tell the Israelites to prepare themselves, you know, before something major and to cleanse themselves, to cleanse their clothes. So I ran some bath water and I put some anointing oil in it and I prayed over the water and asked God, you know, if there's anything in me, there's a, there'll be a hindrance to let it leave me and flush, go down in the water. So that's what I did. And then after I got out, I anointed myself. Again, and um, I just kept praying, and I got scriptures on uh, warfare because I've never, you know, went into the second heavens before. And so I wanted to make sure that I'm built up in spirit and in, in, in scripture. So I got a lot of scripture, and I just started reading the scriptures. And um, <clears throat> at midnight, I put on Dr. Cindy Trim, and it just kept going through her um her prayers and I I prayed and I've got you know, was reading scripture and then I went, you know, praying in the spirit and I kept falling asleep. They was putting me to sleep. God uh-huh. wake me up. It was just like a, I was in a battle. Mm-hmm. And I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing because I won't give up. And then I heard I am in the Father, the Father is in me and we are in you. We have authority over all. 
And so when I heard that, I repeated what I heard, and mm-hmm. I took authority, and I just started coming against. But where while I was in the tub, I was praying and asking God, "Who do I come against in the second heaven?" And He said, "The Sun God." So I looked up the Sun God, and there was a lot of names, but I I just chose mm-hmm. to come um, Horace, cause they. The Isle Horse. They always talk about the Isle Horse and Ra. Mm-hmm. So those are the two spirits that I came against. By um, yourself? And yes. Okay, go ahead. And well, not my myself. God was with me. Cause I was. Pray, I pray before I started praying. I asked God to send angels <laughs> before me, beside me, and behind me, and for Him to give me protection. So I um. I had the angels and God with me, mm-hmm. and whoever else, because I felt there was somebody else praying also. The and so I began to pull down like I was pulling down the sun god, because they attacked me with a fake sun every day. It's every day they have a, it's a, they use the real sun to create this fake sun. And because of the technology that's in my body, it's like a battery. That they send this frequency to keep the technology energized, so that they can track me and know my thoughts and and see through my eyes everything about me. They know, so mm-hmm. I just begin to come against everything and pulling down, like pulling down the the uh, sun god. And I was, you know, I, what I was feeling in my spirit, I would say it because they don't have no power. Over God, mm-hmm. and so God in me, I just took it like you know God is in me. I'm using His power to mm-hmm. come against the sun God, and I didn't mm-hmm. fall asleep anymore after that. After I done that, I didn't fall asleep anymore, and I can't remember exactly what all I did. I was just like mm-hmm. I just went into the spirit realm and I just started pulling down, and I can't remember what all I said. Okay, but but praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And what time was that, uh, Virginia? Midnight. 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 Yeah, okay. That makes sense. All right. Praise God. That was at midnight. Where was that? No, I see, I missed midnight. Um, I didn't pray. I wasn't. I just did a quickie and went back to sleep. So. I'm glad you handled that, okay? Yes. Praise God. All right. 1062. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Erica. Good morning. Who is this, please? This is Lana. Oh, good morning, Lana. Good morning. Um, I just prayed about this. You know, I had taken lessons. I mean, I'd taken notes from, you know, the message that you gave. And uh, I just asked the Holy Spirit to just help me pray this through. So he, from the scripture that you gave us, Daniel eleven thirty seven through 39, which talked about the God of fortresses, and also mm-hmm. you said that uh, we are, because of the atrocities of our forefathers, uh, we are paying the price for it. And so I can relate to this personally with the gift that God has given me and uh, what you said uh, about us uh, engaging in spirit warfare, stop the lies, reverse the curse, and initiate the blessings. 
so I just took all of this before God, and I asked the Holy Spirit to help me. And so I, I'm going to summarize because, you know, what he gave me, and I wrote it out. And uh, I asked the Lord about what, first of all, praying about who is the God of fortresses, and you asked how they interfere and uh, compromise the morality of the people in the world so the, the gifts are perverted. And mm-hmm. so I was thinking how my the devil has sabotaged my gifts, and through your teaching, the Holy Spirit told me he's using your ministry to teach, train, and discipline me and to purify my gifts. So uh, he gave me, in regarding to stop the lie, Ezekiel 13 to 22 to 23. And, you know, I, it just says that uh, the lies have caused us righteous people to be sad. And sometimes it brought confusion into how God wants to use our gifts. Mm-hmm. But he perverted the gifts of the wicked. He strengthened the hands of the wicked. And you went into that in the teaching of how, you know, they sell their soul and he makes them rich and whatnot. So the Holy Spirit just led me to repent, renounce, and come out of agreement with that lie. Mm-hmm. And so that my gifts, and I repented for myself. I repented. I asked him of the, the sins that our forefathers committed. He gave me those uh, to repent of. And then uh, he, uh, and also he gave me Deuteronomy 11.23 that resulted in that curse. It says, if you turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other gods, like that God of fortress, well, Mm -hmm. the Lord then said, because of the repentance, you know, I will reverse the curse. And so Mm -hmm. he led me uh, and also gave me um, and told me, gave me Deuteronomy 23, 6, and as he uh, did not anymore because of the repentance, you know, uh, allow Balaam to curse the children of Israel, so Mm -hmm. he he says that the Lord your God has turned this curse into a blessing. Mm -hmm. And so then the Lord gave me, uh, asked me uh, to, gave me Jeremiah 16, 19, my strength. Mm -hmm. You are, Lord, O Lord, my strength, my fortress, my refuge, of the, in the day of my affliction And Psalm 18 2-3 I made that declaration The Lord is my rock, my fortress And the one who rescues me My God, my rock and strength In whom I trust and take refuge My shield and, and The horn of my salvation My high tower, my stronghold Call upon the Lord who is worthy To be praised And I am saved from my enemies And then initiate the blessing. And God gave me Deuteronomy 28, 8. The Lord will command the blessing, and I make this personal, upon you, upon me in my storehouses and in all I undertake. And he will bless me in the land which the Lord my God gives me. And then, lastly, Deuteronomy 28, 14. And I, and make that personal again, and you will not go aside from any of the works which I command you this day to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. And so that's kind of like I'm just summarizing how the Lord took me through uh, that. Great. Uh, I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, and God bless you. And thank Thank you, you. Dr. Erica, because I'm so grateful that uh, the Lord is using this ministry and and indeed to teach, train, and and, uh, discipline me. And that's what he's doing, and so I'm just I'm just so thankful uh, to the Lord. Me too, sister. Me too. <laughs> Me too. 
he's going to bring us peace. And so I'm just going to get my physical Bible. I was trying to look it on the computer. So it's Joel 2. Two twenty one. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice. For the Lord has done marvelous things. Do not be afraid, you beasts of the field, for the open pastures are springing up, and the tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully. And he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. The threshing floors shall be full of wheat, and the vast shall overflow with, overflow with new wine and oil. So I will resume to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten, the crawling locusts, the consuming locusts, and the chewing locusts, my great army which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God. And I wrote, reverse the curse, and um, yes, that, that's what I got. Praise God. <clears throat> I hope you are listening, how it's all flowing together. And I hope you're getting this message. Zero, one, two, five, and then I have one more, and that's it. Zero, one, two, five. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Tedline. It's Jennifer R. I'm Jennifer R. Okay. Hello. Um, <laughs> praise God. Just listening to everyone this morning. Just incredible. Such a time. Such a time we are in. Um, a couple of things. I um. So. In reference to something Kim said, the 2.4 hours a day, sometimes the Holy Spirit, when I need to take notice of things, will shine a huge spotlight on something. And when you said that, Erica, I saw that in a big spotlight. And I kind of saw in my mind's eye God standing there looking at me, rolling his eyes, tapping his foot like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I <laughs> repented and I thought, oh, I, it just was awesome. so and great orders, and so I, I made that commitment to God to make sure that I tied at least that much of my time every day at this true one-on-one time with him, and um, that was felt pretty good. Um, and the past couple of days, I have been getting information from the Lord, and it was, was a kind of crazy couple of days, but that means that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. I know when things get crazy, that means that that I'm doing my job for Jesus. <laughs> and I uh, I put on my new shoes. I went out, excuse me, I put on my new shoes. I went out into the world for the first time. And that felt pretty amazing wearing those. I felt taller. I felt lighter. I was in the grocery store. People were either fleeing from me. It could, like, <laughs> saw me coming and were running the other way. Or they were drawn to me. Um, praise God. It was pretty funny. Um, yesterday morning during the headline actually I heard one word from the Holy Spirit and that word was cuddle C-U-T-T-L-E and I immediately was like what and I, I started looking and doing a little research on that word and 
three things came up when I started looking at the biblical relevance of that, relevance of that word. Um, three things came up. The first thing, cuddle is a type of cephalopod, ten-armed octopus-like tentacle beast. Um, the second thing, it's also a word that means it's dirt from the gut, bowels, entrails, mm-hmm. belly, or womb. <clears throat> so I was like, ooh, hmm. And I got a scripture in regards to that Proverbs um, 30, 10 through 17 in the Amplified Version, and I can read that in a second. But So that really stuck out to me, and then that led me to, um, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. You can correct me if I'm not. It's, it's Anak, Anak, A-N-A-K, um, which is from Numbers. They're actually in the Bible several times. They're, they were in the land of Canaan. They were the, the Nephilim, the giants. Um, mm-hmm. And in number 13, when Moses sent out the representatives from the tribes to scout out the land, and we know how that kind of went down. So I, I had really been thinking about false prophets, the people who are trapped in, oh, in the womb of hell. Hold it, hold it mm-hmm. one minute. Who is that humming out here? If you're that bored, get out. How disrespectful. Don't harm on here. How dare you? Go ahead, uh, Jennifer. Sorry. Okay. No, that's okay. Thank you. Um, Not okay. Go ahead. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. I started praying and I, I got some scripture, but I really was praying, and when I really felt the anointing flowing over me, I was praying for the deliverance from the womb of hell into the womb of God, and for the what, lost soul. What did you say? I felt this power come through me, that the anointing I felt was really flowing during my hour of prayer when I started praying against the womb of hell, for mm-hmm. deliverance from the womb of hell to the womb of God. And that encompasses so many people that are in the womb of hell, knowing or unknowing. Some people are there by their own choice and design. Some people are there by the lies of the devil. Mm-hmm. But I kept repentant, and God loves us. And you can be in the womb of hell, and the biggest lie is that you're stuck there. You don't have to be there. And I was praying for those who were deceived, I was praying for those who felt trapped. I just was just praying for deliverance from the womb of hell. And two, there were two scriptures that I finished my hour of prayer with, um, and I will share them right now because it feels important. Um, the first one was one of my favorites, which was Ezekiel 13, um, starting with verse 18. And say, thus saith the Lord God, woe to the women that sew pillows to all armholes and make kerchiefs upon the head of every stature to hunt souls. Will ye hunt the souls of my people? And will ye save the souls alive that come unto you? And will ye pollute me among my people for handfuls of barley and for pieces of bread to slay the souls that should not die and to save the souls alive that should not live by your lying to my people that hear your lies? Wherefore, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I am against your pillows, 
Wear with ye their hunt the souls to make them fly, and I will tear them from your arms and will let the souls go, even the souls that ye hunt to make them fly. Your kerchiefs also I will tear and deliver my people out of your hand, and they shall be no more in your hand to be hunted, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Because with lies ye have made the heart of the righteous sad, whom I have not made sad, and strengthened the hands of the wicked, that he should not return from his wicked way by promising him life. Therefore ye shall see no more vanity, nor divine divinations, for I will deliver my people out of your hand, and ye ye shall know that I am the Lord. And the other... Amen. Amen to that. And the other scripture that he gave me was Psalm 82, and this time it was in the Amplified Version, which I don't usually go to that version, but this summed it up for me perfectly. It's Psalm 82, Unjust Judgments Rebuked, a Psalm of Asaph. God stands in the divine assembly. He judges among the gods, divine beings. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Selah. Vindicate the weak and fatherless. Do justice and maintain the rights of the afflicted and destitute. Rescue the weak and needy. Rescue them from the hand of the wicked. The rulers do not know, nor do they understand. They walk on in the darkness of complacent satisfaction. All the foundations of the earth, the fundamental principles of the administration of justice, are shaken. I said, you are gods. And that's a little g. Indeed, all of you are sons of the Most High. Nevertheless, you will die like men and fall like any one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for to you belong all the nations. Amen. That was just, and there's so much more to it, but it was just, it was awesome, and it was beautiful, and hearing what everybody is sharing today, it just, it feels pretty incredible, just the work that we're doing as a corporate body. It's, It's awesome. It's just flat out awesome. It's just flat out awesome. I got um, five, four, six, seven, and then I got one last one um, from Sister Butler. So five, four, six, seven. The mic is open. Five, 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 four, seven. Who's speaking, please? Uh, Apostle Jean. Oh, okay. Praise God. Good morning. I had the um, 9 p.m. shift. Okay. um, And uh, I basically um, just had visions. Oh, okay. Visions. Um, Random people would come before me and things, but the one thing that stood out that appeared, um, there was a door. It was a, a, a two-sided door together, and it was shaking, but there was a padlock at the bottom of it, and mm-hmm. water was gushing from under the threshold of it. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure what that means, but I know <clears throat> I went back to Ezekiel 7, but that's the only thing can that I stood ask, out. It was, can I ask you I, one question? Was the I water mean, clean or dirty? It was clean. Okay. Clean, clear water. Yes, and it was gushing, and it was uh, forceful enough to shake. The door was shaking a little bit. It was like the door wanted to break open, but there was a padlock. It was padlocked 
and it was at the bottom of the door. Okay. And um, what I got out of that, I don't know if anyone else um, may have picked up another part of it, but it was like uh, the breakthrough or, or, or the door didn't break through. It was it was still padlocked. It wanted to uh, open, and the mm-hmm. water was coming from under it, but it did not open. Okay. And there was a lock that. at the bottom of it. At the bottom. Yeah, there was a round lock. Um, I could see the keyhole in the lock. It was a big round lock at the bottom of it. I can't. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if there were chains or not. I think there may have been chains also. It was at the bottom of the door. The water was gushing. It was coming from the bottom of the door. Um, The only thing that I picked up in my spirit is that it wasn't fully broken from the the 9 o'clock shift that I was on. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if someone picked up something else at the midnight shift, but... um, that's what I got. Okay, we, we, we're we're going to put them all together. Um, I'm going to ask Jessica to type them all up, and we're going to all take a look at it together. But um, it's interesting. What I find interesting is um, where we started from. What it took us all the way to get to here, and the order that God did it in. See, God order mm-hmm. is important. Gosh. So we get all the way to the end and we find now we gotta we gotta push through. We gotta tear that down. Um water is we'll we'll do it, but water is representative of the Holy Spirit. So I don't want I don't wanna go through it. Um I wanna look all this up and and see exactly what the message is. But one thing I feel, I feel like I'm going to wait till after this next one. Sister um, uh, Apostle Jean, is there anything else you saw? Um, that was the one that stood out. <clears throat> yeah, okay. I just had visions throughout, but that was the one that stood out. Okay, okay. okay. I, I love corporate prayer. I do. I love it. You can't beat it. it it's nothing like it. Praise God. So, Sister Butler, I guess you the the, the, God always say the best for last. That's what I'm trying to say. Praise God. You on my phone. I don't know if, if we can hear you, though. We can't hear you. Okay. We can now. Okay. All right. Good morning, Tedline. Um, I, my school time was at 8 p.m., um, but when I came home, I, I, I just felt like I wanted to really prepare myself to, to enter in. So at 5, 5.54, I I. I um, well, actually, about 5:30, I started, and uh, um, to to uh, save time, I the, the Lord led me to pray Psalm uh, 23, then Psalm 91, um, all of them, Psalm 62, and Psalm 92, verses 8 through 15. And at uh, about 5:54, He began to put some words on me. I I, I don't have all, have them all put put pulled together yet. But the words were, it came like this. It says, this is the time for lives to shift. Then I heard the word shield, which is a cover. Then I heard upgrade and then transition. Mm. And then I heard covenant. 
so I looked, I, I looked up covenant, and um, one of the things that, that uh, jumped out at me was the spirit of covenant upgrades and enhances the lesser one's position in life. And then I heard the word clutter, and um, that said, clutter in the way signifies this, excuse me, clutter in the way signifies obstacles and oppositions or distractions along the way. And he gave me um, Genesis 6:18. but with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy son and thy wife, and thy son and and thy son's wives whispered. Then he spoke to me the word salt and also seasoned, which I'll go into after. For salt he gave me Leviticus 2.13, and every oblation of thy meat of offering shall thou season with salt for the covenant of thy God to be lacking from the meat offering. With all thine offerings thou shalt offer salt. Now, I looked up salt, and it said it's a symbol of the enduring, the pure, and the covenant. Salt is used for purification and protection in old times, which is why it serves well as hospitality, friendship, and cooking. Salt's preservative character makes it a particularly relevant token of quality relationships. In the Word of God, Jesus called Christians the salt of the earth. He warned his church to remain salty so to continue preserving the earth. Salt is lost its flavor with its flavor. Um, Jesus explained was useless and only to be thrown away. Salt's covenantal use relates its use to ceremonies and ritual observances in religion. All all sacrificial food items were to be rubbed with salt for flavor and preservation. So many times we go through all these things and we say, well, I just, why am I going through all of this? What's the purpose in all of this? And and, and he to use us where he wants to, to his perfect, in, in his perfect will, we've got to go through this process. And it's just not comfortable. It's not what we what we would choose, but it's what is necessary for us to go through, for us to be where he wants us to be so that he can use us the way he wants to use us. Um, I want to go into the seasoning. Hold on, please. Okay. Seasoned refined, made quick for use, and reliable. B, cultivated an exceptional wisdom stemming from having lived life and surviving its difficulties. Seasoning comes from life's serious and stringent conflicts and contests with destruction that one has won. The word is the seasoning the Old Testament speaks to polarizing or an abrasive rubbing. This is the process that the sacrificed animal prepared for the Lord's offering undergoes in order to be acceptable to God. Trials, tribulation, temptation, diverse affliction, the enemies of God, and the maltreatment of people also go into the seasoning method to expose us to the true elements of his call 
and give his servants the experience they need to survive demonic onslaught and to gain success in his service. Now, I just believe that this is a time when God is saying his church just is not quite as salty as we'd like it to be. Mm-hmm. I look at our president, and that man is salty. I mean, he is a bracelet, and he's getting the job done. I don't want to go into politics. Okay, all right. No, no, but I, I'm just using him as an example of... I don't want to talk about the president. Okay, all right, all right. Well, God has to... to He's exhorting us to be the salt of the earth. Be the salt of the earth. We are here to help preserve what he has And that's basically what, what he gave me. Um, there's transition coming. There's change coming. We're going from one level to another. We're going to, um, we're just moving from one, like, like line upon line, precept upon precept here, here a little, there a little. We're mm-hmm. moving into the fullness of God. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. I just don't want to talk about the president or any politics because everybody got their own, their own okay. opinion. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to infringe. I don't want to do nothing. <clears throat> but I understand where you're coming from. Okay. So, the salt, we have to be salty. We are the salt of the earth. Praise God. Amen. <clears throat> Jessica, I hope you got all this. And I, I need yes, you ma'am. to type it. I need you to type it all. I'll, I got some notes. I'll um, scan them and send them to you. Um, I, I took notes from everybody because I know God is talking to us. Even some people had to hang up and get off because we going into hour two this morning. <clears throat> no, yeah, hour two. So we're going to, once you get it typed up and I, I look at it, we're going to turn it into a PDF so we can all see it, okay? Jessica, you hear me? Yes, ma'am. All right. I thank God for each and every one of you. I have a gift for you for helping. Um, something I wrote called "Listen." We're all spirits, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, since we're all spirits in bodies of flesh. All right. So I'm gonna get it to you, uh, so you can send that out this afternoon. I'm truly, truly thankful. I truly know, I believe we've all heard from God. And it's all gonna it's all fitting into his purpose and his plan. And it's not easy. It is not easy with all you gifted people. But I just thank God that he trusts me to minister to your souls. And I thank God he trusts you minister back to us. Amen? Because it's all about what? The inner man. And I'm very familiar with the salt covenant, Sister Butler. Uh, Maybe I need to teach on that. Maybe he's telling me I need to teach on the salt covenant. I I thank God. All the covenants, you know, academic, mosaic, um, 
but but you rarely hear people talk about the salt covenant. Anyway, brothers and sisters, it's in your inner man. It's coming from your inner man. Your inner man.
serious. 